let's end with Mary Poppins. I, I just don't have much on Mary Poppins. I got a so. lot on Mary Poppins. Why do you have so much Mary Poppins? Do you mean the movie or do you just mean the actress? I've got stuff that you're going to want to talk about on Mary Poppins. Really? Did you talk about yes. magical realism? No. Okay. No. Why would I talk about magical realism? Because we want the show to be interesting. It is interesting. Everyone loves magical realism. I'm but already don't... asleep. The Richard Belvin story. Yeah. <laughs> And welcome to the season three premiere of Even More Mashed Up, a pop culture podcast featuring two professors talking about all things pop culture. I am, of course, Patrick. And I am, of course, Alan. And it's nice to be back for season three, where we're going to lead off with some strong material. The old trailer park classic. Beep, beep. Honk, honk. I'm sorry, you're just going to do all of my Wow, <laughs> watching his face go from wow. smile to sad. If we, could, if we could only have that on film, yeah. it was yeah. almost perfect. Feel nice. I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. you felt the need to steal my shtick. So also, excited. And also do it completely wrong. <laughs> that was the best part. It's, yeah. it's totally like you, wrong. I don't know how you butcher. That's, that's what makes it funny. Is that it's, <laughs> is I've done. <laughs> like, I don't know how it, the honk comes last, and you did it for. Oh, I don't geez. know what the screech is. That's the brakes. No, isn't Screech Sack's best friend? Oh, God. To say by the bell reference. Yeah, no. That, I understood that reference. Rich seemed confused. You know uh, no, no, not no, confused. Rich is here, by the Rich way. Is like no, the not confused. Judgmental. What? You're not a Saved by the Bell guy? No, that you made a reference to Saved by the Bell. Oh. I'm judging you harshly. No. Okay. I watched it. I don't know what to say. I also watched the college years. God. We should do a retrospective on no, uh, Saved by no. the Bell, the college years. No. Nobody knows what you're talking that about. That stuff got crazy. Uh, I never wow. watched any of that. Yeah, yeah But that's kids. not what we're talking about today. Take those kids and put them in today college. we're doing another <laughs> trailer park. <laughs> oh, screech, screech. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's not right. Screech, screech. <laughs> and and <laughs> both trailers <laughs> crash into each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little confused. Which is so, yes. kind of a metaphor for the show. <laughs> so we're <laughs> talking about upcoming fall movies. And there are like four of them. There are. So we should get moving. Should and get yet, moving. I don't have a ton of notes on some of them because they're kind of a mixed bag, I think. That's probably a fair way to describe them. Yes. yes. Should we start with the one that's coming out the soonest? Bzzz. Is that Bumblebee? No, Is it's that a Venom. bee? Oh, I thought you said, I thought Wait, you said was that we were doing to be Bumblebee a bee? first. No. Yeah. Bumblebee comes out Bzzz. at Christmas. Bzzz. Bzzz. <laughs> it's like a bee getting electrocuted. <laughs> Sabbatical like U is much more of a hot mess. A bee into one of those, like, fly catchers that's electric. Oh, the thing's the moth, doing. so yeah. whatever. No, <laughs> no, it just sounded like a bee buzzing. Originally, but then Rich said it. You guys were a tough audience today. Yeah. So we're actually or, doing... Or, let me just suggest, yeah. your material sucks <laughs> so far. Wow. Wow. So. Season three is studying that right, harsh. I can't believe, I, can't believe I came back from sabbatical to I be can't believe you like did either. I just assumed Rich and I would be doing the show ourselves this season. Yeah. Well, at least the first half. I did want some quality. Yeah. Oh, that's hurt. And yet, this is what you brought so far. And yet, it's better than what you and Rich Venom, done. yeah. So Venom. True. Yes, Venom. <laughs> Which is coming out October or something or other. Now, you're talking, Patrick, that we should do this on the show, the movie. You mean watch the movie and then talk about it? Yeah. Yes, that would make a certain amount of sense. I don't think so. Really? This movie... You're not not excited about the Venom movie that clearly everybody is clamoring for? When I went to the comic (laughs) book.com... has nothing to do with the other (laughs) universe. And I saw the headline, New Venom trailer embraces the Spider-Man villain's cannibal side. Oh, yeah, they really they yes. double down on the Venom Eats people. I said to myself, 
this has to raise some concerns about Venom, right? Like, this cannot be a good thing. Really? That they're doubling down on the cannibalism? No. Yeah, I was like, little, I, was like I, oh. I just, I don't get it. Yeah, it does It does send a bit of a mixed message on your sort of anti-hero vibe that yeah. Venom apparently at least eats a couple people in this movie. Well, that does kind of make him an anti-hero, right? I'm not sure that makes him an anti-hero. That's I think just that a makes villain. makes him a villain. Yeah. Like, if a villain what, happens what to do a couple a of good things. What if he's eating really bad people? I'm not sure that makes it better. Not even, like, a little bit? Well, here, Not what, really. ha- what if Spider-Man started to we murder a, bad people? We need an ethicist here to make sure. Yes. Because if you're just eating people's heads who are I really I can get the magic eight ball. People. Well, wait, is he eating <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> ask the magic eight ball. Is he eating people's heads or is he eating all of the people? Because he says to the one guy, he's like, you know, his lungs and his pancreas are snacks and... So many snacks, so little time. <laughs> yeah, he tells the other guy that he's going to eat his arms and legs and face, and then he'll just be the armless, legless, faceless thing yeah. rolling down the street. Because it's true like to character, it's going to work, right? Now, to be fair, yeah. does he actually do that, or does he just say he does that? No, because it does. I think it doesn't matter. Well, because they show him, yeah. and then like they show like his mouth open to eat the guy, and then he appears in the next shot as him, human, telling the woman behind the counter that he's got, he's got a parasite, and he walks out. But I'm she's saying, clearly horrified. But I'm at just what saying the saw. guy could just went out. Yeah. So, so. Let, let's get the eight ball in first. So what's the question exactly? All right. So let's phrase it correctly. Okay. Is it more ethical mm-hmm. to eat people if you only eat bad people? Fair okay. Question. Mm. And the eight ball says. It is for sure. Okay. So, so, it, so <laughs> the eight ball has spoken. Perhaps okay, so. in the anti-hero so, category. Yeah, still, then. I guess that's fair. fair. So, but yeah, no, I'm not. I am not terribly excited for the. This is movie. easy. Who no, needs morality when you have an eight ball? Here's the thing. Yeah, like the eight ball is better than an ethicist, really. Yeah, you know, much quicker. Well, there's a truth. To I'm it. just going to point out. You just said the eight ball is better than an ethicist. <laughs> I, I stand by that. Okay, just mm. eight ball. I love eight balls. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Here, right. Here's the truth about Venom. I've never been interested much in the character. Yeah. Like when Spidey came back from the, was it the Secret Wars? Secret Wars, yes, with the black and costume. And he had a black costume. That, that was kind of, I was a little kid. It was, I was kind of cool. And then it was a symbiote. And I thought, okay. A what? Symbiote. Symbiote. Symbiote? I think it's symbiote. Is it? I think so. I've never heard it said. I've only. <sighs> do the, the I think they pronounce it weird. I think they pronounce it symbiote in the trailer and it always kind of. Well, does that symbiote? Is Hardy the one doing that? Wait, did you say symbiote or did I say symbiote? I said symbiote. You I don't said have, symbiote. I don't know how to say like it. Like kumbaya. We could use some kumbaya symbiote in the studio this morning. Symbiote. symbiote. <laughs> you'll eat your pain. Okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I mean, Venom, like. <laughs> Wait. Oh, you know, he sings and it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I add an actual kind of twist Burst, to it. And that's yeah. no good. Yeah. Yeah, no, we just yeah. move on. Yeah. It's called song building. The the song the song is, is my thing. But the problem with. Uh, <laughs> with What's not your thing on this show? <laughs> you get the considering I came up with that. Yes, you get the eight ball. <laughs> I will right. gladly it. let you have that. I it's will take it. All yours. But then to get back to my story, then Venom got too Todd McFarlandy for me. Yeah, well, if I that mean, makes Ve- sense. I mean, Venom just... was good when he was like the kind of the stocky. You know, would show up every once in a while. Yeah. But then, like, they realized, as they did with everything in the 90s, that Venom was popular. So they just massively overexposed him. And then they started taking him from, like, the creepy villain that he was and kind of making him into sort of this anti-hero, semi-heroic character. And and just kind of watered him down. Yeah. 
Yeah. Pushed him over the top and watered him down at the same time, yeah. which is hard to do, yeah. but they managed it. <laughs> yeah, well, and it seems like the movie is sort of doing that as well, and that yeah. there's a lot, I mean, the cannibalism is kind of the over-the-top part. Yeah. There's we, a scene in the trailer where he, like, turns his hands into, like, giant axes or whatever and, like, apparently yeah. just slices everyone in the do room. Do we want to go back to the 90s? No. <sighs> I don't feel like that's a comic book era that's one that we ought to really... Embrace mine deeply. For Not stories. really, but the other thing too is that the movie feels very much like it's going back to a pretty standard Marvel superhero film. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing too that just I yeah. find weird is that this is a version of Venom and Eddie Brock that really has no connection to the comic book version. The Hollywood Reporter had a bit about this and described Venom as it, he said it feels quote like a cover version of Venom or a tribute band's take on the concept. It's yeah. Venom-esque, perhaps even inspired by Venom, but it doesn't feel like the genuine article. No, it doesn't. So even that they didn't get right. Well, because, I mean... So they brought the cannibalism. Yeah. But the, like, of all things to bring over. Right. The least one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, you know, just, I mean, Eddie Brock... First off, there's the voiceover to the trailer, which is really some of the worst exposition I've ever heard. Um, well, we haven't gotten to Bumblebee yet. You know. Yeah. But oh, I've got some stuff on oh, voice over there. I do. Th- um, I'm Eddie Brock. I'm a reporter. I always seem surprised. to find myself questioning something the government may not be looking at, but I found something really bad. I'm like, I really hope that's not in the movie. Yeah. Because if that's – or he's describing himself on the phone to someone. Yeah. Because if that's the level of – between that and the turd line, I'm not really convinced about the quality of writing in it this film. It looks like a disaster. So what I wrote was, like, I'm totally unconvinced. I go to see almost everything superhero. Mm-hmm. I go watch DC movies. Yeah. Like I will, I will watch anything. Yeah, and this Venom does not make. So I, I was going to ask like you, like, movie. you make the argument. Why should I or anyone go to see this? Because why does it deserve an entire, even more mashed up review? Because it's going to be so bad that it will make for a great show. Okay, that's the. I think the one argument you can make that yes. might get me there. Yes. Well, because it's the argument that gets you to Transformer films. Not at all true. Not that yeah. there is an art to the Transformers that Venom does not achieve. Oh, oh! You know what? I will give you that. Woo-hoo! Transformers win today. Yeah, I will give you that as well. Transformers versus I might Venom. I'm using art differently. You know what? It's the it's the biggest Transformers win I've ever had on the show. Yeah. yeah. So I will take it. So, Slightly but better yeah, than I, Venom. you know, I mean, Eddie Brock in the comics was a disgraced reporter. Here, he's like the crusading journalist. Yeah. Also, I don't know what voice Tom Hardy is doing for Eddie Brock. Yeah. But I just find it really annoying. like I didn't think anything. It's Australian I Batman. I didn't think his Bane. I think he, I didn't think he could get a weirder voice than his Bane voice, and yeah. yet his voice for Eddie Brock, like just I just I, it's you know you veered very quickly off of my question is why should I go see this? I told you, that's it's it. Gonna be so bad, it's going to be bad. There's terrible. nothing else. Okay. Yeah. yeah right. No. There's nothing else. Like I I am not at all excited about Venom. Uh, One of these movies will eventually kill the superhero you know, cycle, too. It's like, a it movie that it. doesn't have anything to do with the version of Venom, and Venom that's in the comics. Oh, here comes Mr. Canonical. Um, mm-hmm. As far as I can canon. tell, there's no real connection to Spider-Man, which leaves the question of why does Venom look like Spider-Man? There can the be a connection to Spider-Man, right? Uh, Legally, yeah. Well, no, because it's it's, an, it's another one that's in association with Marvel Studios, like Spider-Man: Homecoming. So it's it's another one. That, so it should have rights to so it. So they should have some ability to to. It's so, another one that they're sharing, basically, like far for like Homecoming did. See now, if you'd done a Spider-Man trilogy where he got the black suit or maybe, something, but again, yeah, but yeah like none just, of this, yeah. yeah. So it's just it's a weird. 
it's weird. I mean, it feels like, again, kind of well, in the I same way. I think weird is not the word you mean to use. Well, in the same way that I think Dumpster fire. the Dark Phoenix <laughs> Disjointed, movie lazy. is sort of like the Bad. last gasp of the Fox X-Men universe. Yeah. Venom, I think, is kind of the last gasp of what they imagined was going to be the Sony Spider-Man universe. And now they mm. will go and do something better with it. Yeah, that's my, they'll, they'll realize okay. that, no. you know, the Venom, what the Sinister will? Six movie was like never DC, a good idea. I think they'll just keep doubling down on the grit. Oh, man. That, what's his name? This short little dude in the rhino suit? That would have been a good movie. Paul Giamatti? Paul Giamatti? Yeah. Oh, wasn't, he in the, wasn't he the guy yeah. that was in the... Yeah, he was in yeah, he the was rhino, rhino suit at the end? Yes. Uh, of yeah. Amazing Spider-Man, not of, right. yes. of Homecoming. But still, right. I, would, I would rather watch his but movie yeah, so it, it's, than Venom's. But anyway. yeah, Venom, I just yeah. I have no... Re- and, then, and then there's just the doubling down on the cannibalism. Yeah. I got the, nothing else. This the, looks the like... The turd it, in the wind line. It looks like a train what's wreck. What's the rating it for just, the movie? It's PG-13. Okay, so it's not going to be that. No, it's not going to be Like, if it, it was, again, all, another way... Right, so it's going to be all of that that we just described. But watered down. PG-13. Yeah. So basically, yeah, the trailer is the whole scene, where they've, probably. Like, defended. They're like, oh, no, it was always going to be PG-13. It was never going to be R. And I'm like, yeah, Venom... See, it's like... I'm not sure that a Venom, an R-rated Venom movie would work, but I think it would work better than this. They could have gone more of a Don't you think it's kind of caught, like, between a Deadpool... Yes. ...kind of, you know, go to the absolute point of absurdity... Mm-hmm. And making a marketable film, yes. and that Venom kind of fell somewhere in it between. It tried to and kind of split the difference, and you and can't. It's you, not going to be. You can't good. split the Deadpool difference. No, You're that's what they did full before. Deadpool. That's why Deadpool is such a big deal. Was you that, know, they're you know, coming. They're they actually the uh, over yeah. Christmas. They are re-releasing a PG-13 version of Deadpool two to theaters. Really. Interesting. Is it like ten minutes long? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what it, it is. It should be like before. That's actually a good line, Rich. Ten minutes long. Yeah. Thanks. Like I guess that yeah. hurts. Well, <laughs> That's both a compliment and a kind of painful. <laughs> well, no, oh, yeah, no, it worked on a couple levels. <laughs> There's an art to it. Hey, speaking yeah. of art and working on several different <laughs> levels, maybe we should move to Bumblebee. I was going to say, speaking of the absolute uh, peak of absurdity, maybe we should move to Bumblebee. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Okay, so this doesn't look that bad, right? Compared Please to... help me. I love the Transformers series. We know. Here was my thought process. Mm-hmm. Okay, Haley Steinfeld, mm-hmm. great and true grit. Seems like she'd be very likable and a good lead for a film. Oh, yeah. She's okay. perfectly solid. So we're good. Storyline seems – kind of looks like a classic Transformers kind of film. You know, and those oh, action adventures. You know, that action adventure special that kind of makes for a great popcorn movie. Mm-hmm. There's lots of special effects in it. Like, so far, it's got all the stuff that should work. It's set in 1987. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the specific year? I knew I, it was set sort of I 80s. I looked it up, you know. And okay. it's, so that's got to be great. I mean, hey, in terms was of I was born. music and – Fashion and celebrating the birth year of Richard Baldwin. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> well, uh, listen, if there's anything that the birth of Richard Baldwin deserves to be celebrated by, it's the sixth Transformers movie. <sighs> and then John Cena? That's a little. Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, that I'm a little. A, I mean, he's playing a military type. But, he is, which oh, once again, I'd like to point out. Yeah. This is a movie set in 1987 where the military is confronting the Transformers that they were not supposed to have any knowledge of in the first Transformers movie. Which was what? Like, continuity is once... You are taking this too seriously. No, I am really hoping... There is no such thing as continuity. I am really hoping this is actually a complete reboot. It could be. Oh, man. Could you imagine? Because I look at the trailer and I see an Optimus Prime that looks like the Optimus Prime that came out in the 80s. Yeah. I see Soundwave with his little panther that jumps out of the tape deck, which no nothing idea made. No you're talking about, but okay. 
He's the Decepticon. That the I Panther never jumps watched, out. I never paid attention to Transformers until yeah. Michael Bay started. <laughs> like, I do, what I, I find interesting is that it is finally with the care. sixth Transformers movie yeah. that they have given people the Transformers that we actually want to see. So you're excited about this movie? I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I came in cautiously pessimistic. No, I because I mean. So you you have a higher level of anticipation for Bumblebee than I do? Possibly. In wow. that the world turned upside. In down. that I'm secretly hoping it's a complete reboot, and that they are recognizably the Transformers. Yeah, they are not whatever sort of god awful metal nightmare Michael Bay made in, so, the, in the last five. So the Canon Kid is going to be—that's your new name. The Canon Kid is going to be more happy with this film, possibly. Yeah, possibly. Captain Canonical. I am a little Captain bit concerned. <laughs> I like that, but I like the kid because it yeah. kind of you know. Humanizes him a little bit, yeah. So yeah, it makes it a little bit, you know, younger. Um, I like my cannon. So I do like. Yes, you didn't. Kids, get off my cannon. <laughs> so Rich is two for two today. Yeah. I'm heartened also by the fact that they didn't follow up on the Bumblebee storyline that was like set up in the the last night movie that Bumblebee killed Hitler or whatever it was. Wait, huh? what? Huh? Didn't they show him during World War Two? Like there was a flashback in Last Night. Boy, if I, I missed that, if it's true. Yeah, there was a flashback yeah. where he was like, they were helping the Allies. Again, even though they didn't know about them in 2000 or whatever when also, the franchise started. Um, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of issues with that. I guess there are some issues. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Minor plot holes. Minor. Now, how involved is Michael Bay in the movie? Is he involved in it at all? I don't know. He's not helming it, right? Like, I don't not, think so. So I, I don't. He might, I'm sure he's like executive. Because one of the things that I was something. concerned with yeah. Haley Steinfeld is, of course, Bay has a tendency to objectify and, and yeah. sexualize the women in his movies. No, not really. But in the trailer, <laughs> it didn't feel like the original, the first Transformers did. Yes, except for the fact that the very first thing she says yeah. in the trailer is, I'm Charlie Watson. I'm 18 today. Yeah. Like, oh, so in a, in a Bay film, oh, so we would have just established that it's okay to, like, objectify and sexualize her. But she's buying a car for herself. It felt like a birthday gift she's, for herself. And that was another question I had. Yes. Because when she buys the car, yeah. she says, I want the Beetle. Yeah. Now, in 1987, we called them bugs. They were Volkswagen bugs. I don't recall them being called. We didn't call them that's Beetles. A good, that's a good point. Even though I mean, Beetle, I think, was the technical name, we didn't right. call them Beetles. We called them Volkswagen Bugs. We called them Bugs. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that was one of the – I saw the can of tab in the you. trailer. Look at you demanding historical accuracy I do. In your well, yeah, if they're going to do historical context of the 80s, who among us is going to want to make sure they get that right? I, I would assume it would be you. But, so, yeah, very, I don't remember anybody saying, you know, look at that Beetle. That in, I, Later they did that when they, like, re-released them or whatever. But in the 80s they were Bugs. Yeah, we called them bugs too. Yeah, okay. So I was not, I was wondering about like that. So, so that threw me off a little. And you're bit. a West Coaster, so I mean, you would have the lingo for yeah. the West Coast. So yeah, so that really that kind of threw me off a little bit because like that, why? That's she what the bothers you about this film. It's one yeah. of the things. Wow. The the accuracy of the eight. Come on, I'm upset about the accuracy of the eighties. All right, that that's fair. Um. But yeah, so I'm cautiously optimistic in that it seems like visually at least we are finally getting the Transformers that everyone wanted to see. Not the, you know, shredded metal things that, that we've had up until now. Well, unlike Venom, I do plan to go see this movie because of course you do. the Transformers franchise has a, built up a lot of goodwill. For I you. Yes, sure. Yeah. yeah. It's got no goodwill for me. I, this, is, this is a very odd show. Yeah. You're defending Transformers. Now, you wanted to talk about the voiceover? No. You said something about the voiceover for Bumblebee. Yeah. 
Oh, did I? Yeah. yeah. I did say that I do like the, the, the first Bumblebee trailer where the voiceover is Bernie Mac's character from the first movie talking about how the car picks the driver rather than the driver picking the car. It's got, yeah. like, the reverb echo, like he's, like, the Yoda or the Obi-Wan well, of the Transformers franchise. Every universe needs one. Yeah, so I did like... I was like, that seems like they've taken that out of context. I like the bit where she puts the, the Rick Astley never going to give you up tape in his tape deck, and he spits it spits out. Spits it out, which is the appropriate 1987 thing it to is. do. I also like that this is coming out of Christmas. Why is that? In that it sort of takes the pressure off of it to be a big summer blockbuster. Yeah. And so they seem to be going for something that is a more modest film compared to the other ones. Um, but it also allows Transformers to fulfill the nostalgia song. gap at Christmas because we don't have a Star Wars film this year. Yeah, we do have Mary Poppins, however. I'm not sure there's as much nostalgia around that. Yeah. Well, it depends as, on how as, old you are. As, as others. As the I, other thing I that I do think. like is um, yeah. the way in which the film seems to be doing a twist on the first Transformers movie, which sort of had the boy in his car narrative yes. and yeah. here I like I like the gender swap of, of the girl in her car undoubtedly the nerds will not no that's probably they true they'll probably be upset they'll probably upset but I like that so They're letting girls drive so cars. what little bit I've seen what of the next? Bumblebee movie vote? that's right it doesn't look as terrible as all the other Transformers what was your favorite Transformer as a kid um I think the only one I had was Optimus Prime yeah so he was your favorite he would be your favorite he's I kind of a leader of trucks He's a leader of Autobots. Thank you. He's a leader of Autobots. Thank you. Got the slow golf clap for that one. Yeah. A leader of bots. That was a nice little callback. He's a leader of bots. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that was the only one that and I had. I don't think I had useless. any others. Yes. Yeah. Um, I just, I never got into the Transformers, so I, don't, I, I couldn't even name them. Yeah, I mean, I liked the Transformers cartoon nope. on television. Wait, oh, the, not the Beast Wars one, the actual animated one. Yeah, the, the actual Transformer, the first yeah. one that, that, you know, like the movies. Those I liked. Like, you know, there'd be, there'd be the G.I. Joe and then Transformers and yeah, then eventually Thundercats. Like, that was good stuff. Okay, well, that leads to my next question, actually. Are there any cartoons mm -hmm. from your childhood mm -hmm. that still remain that you'd like, to be, you'd like to see made into a movie franchise? Oh, Thundercats. No. no. Thundercats? I love Thundercats. Yeah, great, but they destroy it in a, the film. It would thunder. Be a, thunder. Thundercats. But it would be a, ter oh! it would be a <laughs> terrible movie, I right? I loved Thundercats. Yeah. So yeah, Thundercats, uh, Thundar the Barbarian. No, no, come on, no. it wasn't even a good show. We've watched Barbarians on the big screen, and they usually don't turn. Uh, out well. Speed Buggy. No, loved me some Speed Buggy. We Not on my had... list yet. Uh, How about the Herculoids? Oh well, uh, yeah, I do like the Herculoids. The I like one the, 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 that, like, the one shot that shoot. <laughs> <laughs> the little rhino look at thing. Yeah, <laughs> pew, pew, shoot those pew, little pellets. Pew, pew. The little pellets. Oh, yeah. I love the yeah the Herculoids. But it would space literally make ghost. that sound like pew pew. Yeah, it was something how, like how, that. How intimidating is that? It's not. It's like the the, the highest pitch sound of like tiny little pebbles well, out of this giant rhino sound looking thing. Sound yeah. So um, you you're being serious. These are cartoons you'd actually like to see made. Oh yeah. Now are we talking animated movie or live action? I don't care. I'd see them. Okay. Space Ghost. Oh, Space Ghost yeah. Coast to Coast. Oh, a live-action Harvey Birdman would not be bad. <laughs> I would watch a live-action Harvey Birdman. Yeah. I've got a couple of suggestions for you. Okay. I'd really like to see the Laugh Olympics mm. turn into a movie. The yeah. what? The Laugh Olympics. They took all your favorite Hanna-Barbera Hanna characters, right? Yeah. And they Is that the one with Dastardly and Muttley? Yeah, they threw them together, and they had, like, the team of the good guys. There's the Wacky the Races was them as well. Team of the bad guys. Who was the third team? I don't remember. I, remember. I remember the bad guys. There was Penelope. Pure Heart was in Wacky Races. Yeah. I remember Wacky Races better than Laugh Olympics. I love yeah. Laugh Olympics. Um, the Shmoo? 
Oh, I loved the shmoo. Oh, I got one. Yeah. Captain Caveman. Uh, and the Teen Angels. I've got that on my list, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Captain uh, Caveman and the Teen Angels would be... Captain Caveman. Oh, I love Captain Caveman. Oh, man, Cave that was man. classic. That was so good. Oh, he, 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 and then that thing, the club would His open club up. club would open up with all kinds of gadgets, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh man, Captain Caveman. Yeah, Captain Caveman. How about Hong Kong Fooey? Or too racist. Yeah, that's, yes. yeah, that's that would yeah. no longer acceptable. Like the cartoon, yeah, I'm not sure. The cartoon's kind of okay. Yeah, but like, I'm not sure. Make it live action, and really a lot do. of problems. Yeah. Underdog, you could do. Yeah, I'm not a big underdog fan. How about Grape Ape? Oh, I loved Grape Ape. Grape Ape. Grape Ape. Grape Ape. Grape Ape. Man, that's so good. I'm not sure how that would translate to the big screen. I'm not sure it either, wouldn't. but I would like to see them try. Maybe it could be like a King Kong. Well, yeah, I mean, mm. it basically was. How, what? How about Grape Ape meets Jabberjaws? I was not a big Jabberjaw. I never liked no, Jabberjaws. Jabberjaw should be yeah. like the next man. I, I actually wrote just kidding next to Jabberjaw. Yeah, Jabberjaw. I always would, found him kind of annoying. Who wants to see that guy in a movie? No. That'd be the next yeah. shock movie with Jason Satham. Oh, it's <laughs> oh, or, or <laughs> sequel to the Meg. Yeah, or Jabberjaws. Jabberjaw NATO. It's like Sharknado, <laughs> but Jabberjaw. Can you imagine a whole bunch of him swirling yeah. around? You? Oh, his voice was so How annoying. Did he, he talked kind of like he had one a of the very high pitched right? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it was kind of like Shaggy. Was he kind of like a shaggy? Did, no. did Casey Kasem do his voice? I don't know. But yeah, no, I never liked Jabberjaw. Yeah, Jabberjaw was stupid. Speed Buggy was much better. All right, we've gone through my list then because I did have Captain Caveman. Yeah. And then I ended with the Herculoids. Yeah, oh, Herculoids. Which would be spectacular. How do you like the Herculoids but not Thundar the Barbarian? I never got into Thundar. Maybe I'm too Thundar. old for Thundar? Possibly. Like, it might have come out after I was too old. To yeah, I mean, how Thundar does have sort of a hip youth vibe to him. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. In the context of this show. So we might have drifted a bit from Transformers. But we are, when we're talking about the Herculoids, talking about some pretty fantastic beasts. Wow. No, I'm not going to give that to you. No? No. We could talk about fantastic beasts we if could. you want to. Yeah, yes. Let's do that. We're about halfway through. So we are. So we're, we're, keep, we're, we're on well. track. I've got I've got a lot of Mary Poppins to bring the show home. Though. I've got a lot. I've got a decent amount of Fantastic Beasts. Oh, like boy. I've got a sentence of Mary right. Poppins. Well, we so. better we better get moving. Fantastic Beasts. This yes. is the first one on the show today that I'm totally in on. Really, cannot wait to watch this movie. Despite the controversies about it, I don't even know what the controversies are. Oh, um, because well, there's three. There's three. Three a Trinity. Well, one is the continued use of Johnny Depp. Following the spousal abuse allegation. Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't um, like Johnny Depp either. Yeah, so yeah I'm also sick of him. Like, whenever I see him in a role now, it's like, Yeah, I'm really? a little bit, I, yeah. you know, on the yeah. one hand, I like that they don't seem to be vi- uh, veering away from the Dumbledore-Grindelwald relationship. Yeah. Um, you know, as the scene with, with Dumbledore looking into the mirror of Erised, where he sees Grindelwald in it and kind of implies that that's the thing he desires the most. Boy, you are, you are... Um, I'm a bit concerned serious. that... Um, Rowling sort of talked about that Dumbledore's attraction to Grindelwald is to what who? caused Grindelwald to Grindelwald is what caused Dumbledore to quote lose his moral compass, and so I'm a little bit concerned that like this potentially oh, homosexual God relationship is is no. like no. you know yeah, I, that's a bad phrase, but it might not be the homosexuality. Yeah, it might be like yeah. the Jedi the, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah. it's the. The Grindelwald. But Rowling has not done great on diversity issues. We talked about yeah. in with the first Fantastic Beast, like her history of magic in America is based on some pretty stereotypical ideas of Native Americans. Right. Yeah. The big thing in the trailer yeah. is Nagini. Yes. In that there have been a number of people criticizing the depiction of her as an Asian American woman. Uh, that is playing into stereotypes of exoticism, of Asian women as... Particularly as we know she becomes Voldemort's pet. Right. Well, who 
what race or ethnicity can play the part? I don't know. Like only white people? I don't know. Um, and then you're only casting white people. Yeah. I, I feel like you have to kind of see the portrayal of Nagini. In the whole film. In the whole film. Cause like, well, cause there's before least, you can really make a decision about well, that. Well, because there's – you know, a lot of people are complaining that, you know, we know that she's going to – I mean, obviously she's going to be killed in her human form at some point to become all snake. I thought – why would she be killed in her human – is that how you become – I'm assuming that's what Voldemort does to make her a horcrux. You have to kill someone to make a horcrux. I'm assuming he kills like her human half. Because I, what I read was that she's a maledictus. So she can shift back and forth. She can, and will, but will eventually be trapped full time in as the a snake. snake. Yeah, that's what I read too. I, so you know, that doesn't sound like. I, so yeah, yeah. but the, my concern, and, and, right? You so don't people, want her to become a woman in a refrigerator. Yeah, people. Well, people often <laughs> complain about her being a circus attraction for the way that that plays that into funny, sort of exoticized. Yeah. I, I see that. But I, feel I like, think they're setting her up as kind of a tragic character. Yeah. That that you know she clearly. Is struggling against what she knows is going to happen to her. But if she's fleshed out as a character, yes, the tragic quality of it is not necessarily a problem. Yeah, yeah. No, that's right? what I'm saying is that I, I, yeah. I think she's. But but so there's been a lot. Of, but there has been a decent amount of negative reaction to yeah her in the film. That seems which, fair. by the way, do you know uh, the actress playing her, Claudia Kim? Do you know what else she is known for? No, I don't. She played Doctor Helen Cho. In Age of Ultron. Oh, really? Yeah, she's the, the doctor that has the cradle that, that yeah. makes vision. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So I'm also – the other thing I'm concerned about is – Yes. Depp? The idea that we need – oh, it's Depp, Nagini, and then the, the, the lost moral compass. Those are the three controversies okay. that Got I saw. Yeah. Um, I'm also concerned about, like, the film's need to give us the origin of Voldemort's snake. Like, it kind of reminds me of the kind of minutia, like when Jeff Johns in comics felt the need to give us the origin of Hal Jordan's bomber jacket or Barry Allen's bow tie. It, it, like, do we really need to know the origin of the snake? It runs the risk of being one of those clever things you do just because it's clever. Yes, exactly. Just to kind of build these connections yeah. that moviegoers feel like should exist between films, mm-hmm. but in real life almost never actually would. Yeah. Right? So, so maybe. I mean, so um, that being said, I am all in on this movie as well. Yeah. I hadn't thought about the the Dumbledore yeah. angle. Um, I think Nagini, you need to wait and see. Yeah. I think the same for Dumbledore. I think the same for Dumbledore as well. Um, Depp, if they, could, if they could trade him out for somebody else, I'd have no problem. The other thing I find that. really weird about Grindelwald is in the trailer, it sets him up as basically the same motivation as Voldemort, that he wants to, to elevate Right, the the wizarding world over the non wizarding world. In the books, all he wanted was Deathly Hallows. He wasn't the the the. I, I, so I'm kind of surprised. Like, why are we giving him the same motivation as Voldemort? Right. So he he basically ends up being kind of a warmed over Voldemort. So the canonical kid strikes again. Ta-da-da. In a sense, I'm <laughs> just I, saying it, it's. But a I weird... see your point. It would be perhaps more interesting. Yeah, Grindelwald felt somehow more different. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like it. it you know, it, it's kind of the same thing we saw before. Um, but Eddie Redman and Jude Law look pretty awesome. Oh, Eddie, I, I, I gotta say, I really, I think I like the Fantastic Beasts franchise better than the Harry Potter franchise. Now, keep in mind, it's only the second movie. I know that it, it's interesting because the Harry Potter franchise is so different from one mm-hmm. to seven. It is. Mm-hmm. In some ways, you can almost chunk it up into two or three yes. kind of, kinds of films. I mean, well, yeah. because you got it one and two. In such a childish way. Yeah, one and two. It's Chris Columbus, the guy that does Home Alone, and they're yeah. both very Home Alone-y. 
the end is as dark as it can be in many ways. Yeah, it's, well, then you have very, like three, four, and five where they're sort of finding their way. Right. And then six and seven when it gets really dark. Right. And for me, three, four, and five are kind of my favorites, I think. Yeah, I've always go back balance. and forth between three and five is my favorite. I yeah. really like Order of the Phoenix, and I really like the Goblet. creativity in Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, I, I, Goblet, I think, is my favorite. See, Goblet's so, my least favorite. Yeah. I, I'm, I, mean, of the, I mean, besides the first two, which are, you know, very much kids' movies. Goblet, right. for some reason, bugs me. I don't know yeah. why. Huh. Interesting. Um, so and six, but, but I think you you might be right about it. There's there's. I'm sorry. Could you just write down when that happened? You I just said, said might. I might be right. I know. I'm taking it. Okay. <laughs> just how desperate I am for affirmation. Might be right about it, in that somehow it feels like this, like the Fantastic Beasts, are freed from the straitjacket of mm. the canon. Which is ironic, because that's not usually the case with prequels. Usually right. prequels are hamstrung by the fact they have to lead up to right. whatever is going to happen. But the movies, one through seven when they were made, the Harry Potter series, was very much true to the material in the books, right? Largely, yeah. yeah. I mean, and they, they well, condense some things and stuff like that. Like you have I to think, when you I make think, films. Um, Half-Blood Prince, I think, is the one that suffers the most from condensing. Yeah, yeah. But but the point being, they, they you had to kind of follow the books, Right here, it feels like there's a little more freedom. I, I, yeah, there to is. Me, like I just well, yeah, because there is. There's. I mean, I, I don't know how much she's done in in what is it, Pottermore. I mean, she talked about the origins of magic in America, but I don't know that this story has really been told. All we have is Newt's book on the Fantastic Beasts, really. right? Which is so s- slim. Yeah, and so there there is a there is a certain and I will say. It's more adult in the themes. It, it, oh, yeah. It's kind of darker. like the end of the Harry Potter Well, even I think the actress that plays Tina in it has yeah. said that this movie is darker than anything so far in, in the Harry Potter. Yeah. It well, feels like they might be going for kind of an Empire Strikes Back sort of vibe. If, if it's I, pretty I, dark then. Cause... I'm really tired of people doing that. Like, yeah. the second one has to be the Empire. Yeah. Like, I, I just if, – if nobody ever said that again, mm-hmm. I would be a very happy person. Mm. But people are going to keep saying it. Yeah. Like, there's no doubt I mean, about I just it. said it, so. I know. But again, yeah. after that. But, but people are undoubtedly going to um, keep saying it. Yeah. I, and so um, – There also seems to be a see. lot going on in this film. Right. But Grindelwald should be dark, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Should be dark. But it seems like there's – because we've got, obviously, the pursuit of Grindelwald – but there's whatever's going on with is it Credence or Prudence? I can't remember the guy's name from the previous movie. I thought it was Credence, but I, I thought it was remember. Credence too, but I couldn't remember. And the, you know, he's with Nagini at the circus. Yeah, you've got clearly Newt and his brother running around. That there's a conflict there. You've got yeah. Tina, Queenie, and Jacob are all back. Right. We finally get to see Lita Lestrange. That was Newt's sort of unrequited love. Um, it seems like there's a. It looks like there's a lot based on this trailer. There's a lot going on. Agreed. Yeah. Um, the only thing we don't see is in the first movie there was that whole plot line with the American senator and his son that was trying to convince everyone of magic. Right. Which they seemed to leave hanging in a way that suggested it was going to be continued. But I don't see it here, which right. I don't have a problem with it because that was not the best part of the yeah. film. No, you're right. There's that's a lot to have to cover. Yeah. So, but I'm 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 definitely all in on on yeah. Crimes of Grindelwald. And the Grindelwald film should be dark. Yeah. Right. It should be. It should be dark. So, so I'm sure you've done the sorting hat online. What house are you? I don't think I've done the the sorting hat. No, but I'm probably Gryffindor. You think so? I feel very Gryffindory. I'm sure you do. Well, what about you? What's your? I mean, again, house? the hat lets you choose. <clears throat> I don't know the house. So I would no, choose it Gryffindor. Doesn't. Yeah, it does. That's what they said in the movie. 
I don't. The movie lied. The movie doesn't lie. <laughs> I don't. I I don't know the houses well enough, but I feel like Hufflepuff. You're Both my kids are huge Hufflepuff fans. Hope I could see as Hufflepuff. So wait, Bobby's has no one else actually done the Sorting Hat? Yeah, I would see Bobby as more Ravenclaw. That's what yeah, I got. Yeah, he's not. He's he's a he's a Hufflepuff guy. Okay, he's since Richard's Ravenclaw, I'd like to take that back. Bobby's <laughs> not Ravenclaw. Am I the only one who did that actual Sorting Hat? I've not done it. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I've done it. Yeah, Maybe. I hope hope I think absolutely I could see Hufflepuff. Yeah. That that strikes me as very much. Hopeful. Maybe a future show. Uh, I see both of you as Ravenclaw. Oh, that right? would be good. Yes, it would be good. Just a Harry Potter. We or, have or just or or, or you know various quizzes we take. Because I took the Star Wars quiz. Yeah, I'm Han Solo. Oh, you're always Han Solo. Could you get J.K. on the show? We could have her. By the way, guess what I was when I did the Lord of the Rings quiz? Aragorn. I was Aragorn. How many times do you have to take it to get those two guys? <laughs> I did not take it. I did it 408 times. That is not true. Yeah. It was on the first try. How many, how many answers did you go back to like, yeah. to alter the – No, I did not. I am Aragorn and Han Solo, and I feel like that pretty much captures me. I think that's my essence. Oh, boy. Speaking of magical thinking, mm-hmm. Mary Poppins, or do you have more on the – No, I think we pretty much covered the Fantastic, fantastic Beasts. I'm, I'm pre- I, I do like Eddie Redmayne as Newt. How do you not love Eddie Redmayne? Uh, the guy's Jude. Really uh, good. No, who's playing? It, no, it's not Jude. Is it Jude Law? Yeah. Okay. As Dumbledore. So yep. far, it looks pretty good. Uh, yeah. No, I'm. I'm I, I like. Uh, uh, what is it? Zoe Kravitz as uh, Lita Lestrange. I like the combination of the really magical creatures, which was one of my complaints with the first movie. Yeah. Like too much of that stuff. But I liked the juxtaposition of the magical creatures in the darkness. It is. I'm just uh, my one concern with the magical creatures yeah. is: are they going to feel shoehorned in? Right. Just because it is Fantastic Beasts. Well, he is a, a beast guy. He is. But I'm a little bit concerned. I mean, plus the title of this film, I guess, is technically Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them: Colon the Crimes of Grindelwald, which might be the longest title. Mm, yeah. Ever. It's hard to imagine. Um, you could sell but that yeah, I'm a little bit concerned that the the beasts might feel a little shoehorned in. I'm hoping not, but I I fear. They might be a bit shoehorned just because it's like, it's Fantastic Beasts. We have to have some magical And there's already a lot going on. And there's already a lot going on. Which seems to be a recurring theme. Yes. Maybe films have gotten too complicated. But again, I would say of of all the movies we're talking about on this episode, probably Crimes of Grindelwald is the one I'm most excited about. It is uh, a clear number one for me. Yeah. And I am somewhat of an Emily. You are an Emily Blunt 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 fan. So... But yeah, it's number one. Okay, good. He didn't hear me call him a flan. I did. No, I did too. No, okay. Yeah. You called him a dessert. Every time I point out, <laughs> every time I point out one of your mistakes, you're like, oh, "I said fan." No, I can't. I at this time I did say flan. Okay. So let's talk about Mary Poppins. Mm, flan. <laughs> I was never a big flan guy. No. Yeah, you're not a flan fan. Not a flan fan. Mm, not, not a fan, fan of, of flan. flan. No, no, not at all. Mm. Do you have hey. a plan to become a fan of the flan? No, not even fantastic flan. I'm not a fan. Mm. Ooh, fantastic flans and where to find them. Mary Poppins. It's a very well, different. Mostly Barcelona, probably. <laughs> is that what it is? Okay. So Mary Actually, Poppins. it's Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah. Which... It's basically the first movie. Totally threw me for a loop because I thought it was just a remake of Mary Poppins. No, no, no. This is so a, this it is pretty much is. The trailer starts, and for the first minute, I was really confused because it looked like the Banks children uh-huh. had married each other. Yeah, I was a little confused. <laughs> had kids. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like... What the hell? Like, and then it's, well, this then, is then, not what I thought. And the then at one point he's like growing up to do. Yeah, like the son is crying about, you know, everything's gone bad since your mother died. I'm like, but she's your mother too? Like I was really, yeah, I had the same thing. I'm like, are they brother and sister? Right, like, and what? now they've got kids. I'm like, Mary did not do a good job of parenting. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why she's, well, that's oh, why she's oh, bad. Oh, she's oh, like, Mary's look. clearly got some very radical ideas about no. marriage. 
<laughs> Child rearing. A spoonful of incest helps the medicine go down. Which the medicine? Get, you're the singer. Yes. I'm the Deliverance mashup guy. Now I'm imagining Mary Poppins meets Deliverance. Oh, God. No. Sure Wouldn't do that like be, your purdy nanny. Wouldn't that be Mary mm. Pops in? There you go. See? I, th- that movie's probably already been made. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure you want to look at yeah. that movie. No. Uh, so, sure do like your purdy nanny. Okay. Uh, who's flying a kite here? Oh, God. Squeal like uh, that one I left. Penguin. Yeah, like that, we could, oh, I feel like, like Penguin. Yeah. yeah. I feel <laughs> Rich jumps right on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you don't like the idea of Mary Poppins meets Deliverance? That seems a little. That seems a little forced. Mary Poppins and Burt Reynolds canoeing down the river. Yeah. No, it's going to be hard to do. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> well, well, apparently <laughs> on the Deliverance side. Yeah. yeah. Well, and apparently it's fitting with the brother and sister marriage. Right. That just, so. so that's what got me thinking about it. I'm like, wait, the Banks kids yeah, got it's a married weird, to I'm each like, other? So, and they yeah, had, I was very – the trailer does not good, do a good job of setting up, like, what that relationship – No, I was like, boy, England has different laws than <laughs> yeah. I imagine they had about, like, who you can marry and yeah. whatnot. So I do have to say the movie really it, – it, I'm a little underwhelmed just because it seems very similar to the Christopher Robin film that just came out. It seems very much like Hook – um, that, you know, the child's grown up and kind of forgotten how to be a child and Mary Poppins needs to come back. Yeah, which was my point here. Like, do we really need this kind of Poppins film? Like, I, my note said, like, we just got poo with the old Christopher Robin. You've mentioned Hook. <laughs> Sorry, you just got poo. <laughs> well, I did just watch American Vandal season two. Okay. Which has a lot of, yeah. a lot of poo around it. So I'm thinking, like, what's next? Because clearly, you're right. Like, this is now a trope. Oh yeah, that we're doing. Oh, so yeah. here's my pu- here's my pitch. Okay, you play the Hollywood studio. Okay, I pitch you mm-hmm. like the next Mary Poppins Returns. Okay, all right, it's Peanuts, mm-hmm. but this time old Charlie Brown mm-hmm. meets Snoopy, who has magically not aged mm-hmm. after his failed marriage to Peppermint Patty. I'm sorry, based on your pronoun reference, Snoopy is married to Peppermint Patty. Damn it! Yeah, you know what? That's that was actually going to be my next studio, question. Yeah, studio heads are not grammar. Oh, no, it's very fitting with the Mary Poppins returns yeah. in terms of the weird relationship yeah, no, no, between no, brother and sister. He wants so. that. That's okay, <laughs> so the point being, Charlie Brown is old, and his marriage mm-hmm. to Peppermint Patty has failed. Clearly, even in the comic strip, she was a meth addict, right? I'm not sure. Peppermint say, Patty which always, had, sure that's always the had a most meth people problem. Think her marriage to Chuck would have failed. Well, I, don't, and I don't know what you're referencing, sir. I think there are sir. other more uh, sir? canonical versions. Sir, sir I, I do not yeah. know. Yeah. I do not know what you are referencing. Oh, you're totally a Marcy. <laughs> Ugh. Are you saying you're a peppermint patty? No, I am not. Because we don't want to go down that yeah, road. No, let's no. not go. Yeah, that's a Joni and Chachi moment. But clearly, peppermint patty had some kind of meth problem. <laughs> Lucy has grown up to be like an Ann Coulter-like advice-giving figure. That totally makes sense. On the Twitter. <laughs> Schroeder. On the Twitter. Co-owns the bar, the jazz bar mm-hmm. in La La Land, okay. with Sebastian. Okay, you're you're starting to mix. Uh, yeah, and Linus is institutionalized. Well, because that great pumpkin. Yeah, right. That or like a wilderness survival expert of some kind, or he just lives by himself in the no, woods. No, I like him institutionalized. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he still got his blanket. It's a straitjacket. Yeah, now. yeah. They've turned his blanket into a straitjacket. It's the only mm-hmm. way we could get him inside. You forgot someone. Uh, who else do I need in there? Pigpen. He's still mm-hmm. dirty. You forgot a couple people. Um, Pig, well, Pigpen works for the person. CDC. You forgot Woodstock. Wait, Pigpen's a person? You forgot Woodstock. Wait, Did you what? say Pigpen's not a person? No, I meant Woodstock. Do you think dirty people aren't people? <laughs> no. I like Do you Pigpen. think he was just a moving blob of dirt? What yeah. about Franklin? You didn't mention Franklin at all. 
Damn it, I didn't mention Franklin. <laughs> uh, Woodstock, I, I, he could still Woodstock be young. Woodstock is dead, right? With yeah, Snoopy? Woodstock's Woodstock dead. is dead. That's basically in your dystopian <laughs> peanuts nightmare. No, no, Woodstock is, uh, he's the therapist for Linus. Why but you're fixing Patrick's mic now. Yeah, that's good. We've only been doing the show for no, 43 I minutes. Audio. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm sure moving the mic closer to me will fix that. So what do you think? The mm. old Peanuts. It kind of works. I would change the title. Yeah? Just to Old Nuts. Old Nuts? With an apostrophe. I'll take it. So, I'll take it. Yeah, no, I'm not going to bankroll that. No? No, I'm busy bankrolling the Hawkeye Solo movie. <laughs> How long were you waiting to all say my, that? All yeah. my, I literally just thought of that right now. Clearly, I brought this all, to the wrong all studio. All of my money is sunk yeah. deep into that. You're still, your studio and is he's not making that back. Going out of business next <laughs> week. <laughs> so, but back to Mary Poppins. So you don't, you don't really like the old nuts? No. I see. You strike me as a guy who would love old nuts. Yeah, you're, you're, you're trying too hard. That's what she said. Um, yeah, okay, let it go. <laughs> That's what she said. Okay, so back to Mary Poppins. So I, I think the film, yeah. for a lot of reasons, I think the film is facing uphill battle. Um, I agree, despite its huge star power. It's got nobody's great. bigger than Lin-Manuel Miranda right And now. you got Emily oh, Blunt. Oh, yeah. And um, it's Emily Blunt. And Dick Van Dyke is in the is movie. In it? Um, I will admit, that is, is it, neat. Uh, Meryl Streep's in it. Yep. Um, oh, what's her face from Murder, She Wrote's in it. Angela Lansbury? Yeah, yeah, she's in the trailer for a moment. Well, you love Murder, She Wrote. Um, so, yeah, but I'm, 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 you know, number one, I do like, I was very excited to see that at least some of the scenes look like they're hand-drawn animation, like the old Mary Poppins. They're clearly trying to make I it very feel like, that. like the old film, but which I But part of it, too, well. is I'm like, you know, Mary Poppins, the original, is so beloved. Is it? The song, in particular, the songs. I never cared for it. Like Spoonful of Sugar, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, yeah. Chimchimmery. I don't. Oh, the how do any of the songs in this movie like live up to that? That was always my favorite thing to order. I can't think of any of the songs. The chim I just listed three of them. No, no, no. I mean of the trailer. That's like, the thing that I don't know any of. There's a yeah. couple of, but yeah. So I, I feel like, you know, I remember what was it um, when Tim Burton redid Planet of the Apes. He mentioned that he was breaking his rule that you never redo a movie that was beloved. Yeah. Because it's always going to pale in comparison. Didn't he do Alice yeah. in Wonderland too? Well, he broke his rule a lot. Um, <laughs> it's like he didn't learn much. It's, 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 well, I think after he broke that, well, basically after he broke that rule, I think that's when you see the Tim Burton sort of decline in, in quality. Well, he kind of started prostituting himself. Yeah, take um, as much as he could get. See, but yeah, so I just I, yeah. I worry that this film is never gonna. It's just gonna feel like a retread. But to me, that was Beauty and the Beast a couple Christmases ago. Well, yeah, that's, when the well, but that's even a little. That's just out. a literal remake. Of I know, the film. And, so, and I thought to myself, like that just seems like a terrible idea because the the cartoon is so beloved. Yeah, so it could go the other way. I mean, they're clearly trying to get the classic Disney feel, not just with the animation, yeah. the big dance numbers, mm-hmm. the music, the return of Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Um, but I never loved the first Mary Poppins. Yeah, I mean it was and, fine, but it's not one that you know yeah, I was ever terribly so, excited about. I don't know what to say about it. Yeah. Plus, the old the old Banks kid is so angry at Mary Poppins. That doesn't seem right. Yeah. Well, but that's always yeah. he's got to learn how to be a child again. Yeah, but like, did he forget? Which I'm like, guessing he probably will by the end of the film. I don't think so. I think he's going to end up. It would up, be a nice you know, twist. But yeah, it just it just feels like we've he seen this. You know, it gets yeah. divorced. It's Christopher Robin. It's his Hook, kids it's emancipate th- themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. Well, uh, Judge, my brother, my parents are my 
aunt and uncle as well. Yeah. Um, can I be free of them? Yes, you can. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> like so, books for CBS. As it turns out, <laughs> Forbes has the exact opposite take. Really? Of you. Like, you don't you, – you see rough sailing ahead. I'm just – I'm concerned, yes. Forbes had a headline where they worried that Mary Poppins returns, what they said, quote, just ruined Hollywood's Christmas. Oh. Because Disney was moving Mary Poppins returns from Christmas Day. Right. The 25th back to the 19th. Mm. Which they said was going to royally screw, screw over. Scroll? You heard me. Scroll over. No, we're going to talk about those with Captain Marvel. Yeah. Royally screws over the deluge of big releases opening on the you mean 21st. the deluge? Deluges. Yeah, there you go. So what else is opening on the 19th? I don't Welcome know. to Marwin. What? Yeah, what? I don't know. Oh, is that the, the Steve Carell thing? I don't know. Where he's like an action figure come to life or something? Holmes and Watson. Ugh. Aquaman. Oh, God. Oh, God. Why don't we talk about that? Bumblebee. I think you mean Aqua Bro. And Alita, Battle Angel. No, they moved Battle Angel Alita. Okay. Because they moved that with Dark Phoenix. That's now, I think, taking Dark Phoenix's spot in February. Okay. And, and then, Dark Phoenix is taking the spot the Gambit movie was supposed to have. The week before, December 14th, is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and the Mortal Engine. Oh, I forgot about Spider-Verse. That looks good. I'm excited it, that, about that. that movie looks good. That's one we should have talked about. Yeah. That looks like a movie worth seeing. That looks good. I'm excited for that. But what really struck me about the Forbes thing was this idea that Mary Poppins was going to be an all-conquering Machine. Really? Right. Well, they're, they, they screwed everybody over because they've bumped back, and mm-hmm. the idea was it was going to just destroy the box office of all these other films. I mean, it's possible. So Forbes certainly is. So it's Mary Forbes. Poppins, Bumblebee, Aquaman. Welcome to Marwin, Holmes and Watson, um, No Longer Battle Angel, Bumblebee. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't know that it's going to ruin it. I think that's just way too many big movies coming out. I think they're all going to kind of be watered down. I'm not sure that any of those movies is going to stand out. I feel like one of them will. I'm not sure. I think they're all going to do kind of middling. Unless yeah. Aquaman is better than everyone suspects. I think, I think no. if you look at that list, Mary Poppins Returns has the best odds. I don't know. I might give it. If, if, dominating if, if the box Bumblebee office. is not as bad as all of the other Transformer movies, yeah. I could see that one no, rising Mary above. Poppins has got the history behind it, though. You're yeah. right, because there's not a history of Transformers. But it's going to appeal to— Not a to, good history. But think about the, the appeal of Mary Poppins. Yeah. It's think Disney. About, start with—yeah, then the casting. Yeah. Again, Lin-Manuel Miranda is a is. superstar right now. And then you're going to pull in all the Everybody the loves folks. Emily yeah. Blunt. They do. And you know? Dick Van Dyke, Mel Streep's going to pull in all the yeah. older crowd. I'm just not, I'm just and not it, sure. it's got the demographics yeah. that my parents will want to see this film. Yeah. And if they can sell it to kids, then parents have to see it. But that's the issue. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure— you don't think today's kids want this kind of film? I don't think this Mary Poppins is going to have the draw with kids as the first Mary Poppins. Why not? She's clearly a better Mary Poppins. Oh, wait a minute. What? Yeah. She's Ooh. better than Julie Andrews? Yeah, the Emily Blunt Mary Poppins will destroy. You haven't seen the movie yet. You yeah, don't, I don't, I, I've, <laughs> I've seen enough. <laughs> yeah. No, Emily Blunt will take her down. Yeah. Yeah, Julie Andrews has got no chance. Yes, well, Emily Blunt was in a quiet place. You are now in a ridiculous place. Wordplay. Yes. Yeah. Now I'm trying to imagine Julie Andrews in a quiet place. 